Section 22 of The Artist, or Young Ladies Instructor in Ornamental Painting, Drawing, etc., by B. F. Gandhi. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Mesotinting, Lesson 2 Before we commence the moonlight scene, will you let me see your success with the lighthouse? Here it is. But I assure you I am not at all satisfied with it. There is a heavy look about it, instead of that elegance which I admire so much in yours. That arises chiefly from want of decision and correctness in the outline. For instance, the two sides of the building do not exactly correspond with each other. One is less curved than the other, and the small objects are wider than in the copy, particularly the chimney of the steamboat and the mast of the vessel to the right. It is, however, quite as well as I expected to see. You are very kind to encourage me, Charlotte. I hope in a short time I shall accomplish it. I should hope your success in those arts you have already studied will be the best encouragement to you to persevere and anticipate similar success in this. I will now commence the moonlight subject I promised. As the last subject was a vignette, which is a drawing done with an undefined outline, it is as well that this should be in a more distinct form, that you may have an example of both sorts of subjects. And here we may hope to produce that perfectly concave appearance which the Chinese, in their ignorance, so ludicrously condemned. Dear Charlotte, do tell me what you refer to. I have frequently listened to the opinions of Europeans relative to the Chinese productions, but I have never heard what the Chinese think of European paintings. Perhaps our works of art appear as singular to them as theirs do to us. Pray let me know what they said about them. Upon one occasion, the King of England sent a number of landscape paintings, as a present, to the Emperor of China. They were exhibited to the Chinese court, and when their opinion of them was asked, the answer made was that they considered them very pretty, but thought it a pity they should look so much like holes in the wall. Oh, admirable! Not understanding perspective themselves, they considered its perfection in the works of others a great fault. Just so. Never having entertained the idea of portraying distant objects as appearing really far away from the spectator, they could not help fancying that the seeming reality of the prospect represented must have been occasioned by accident, and was, therefore, a great fault. However, Ellen, as we deem this appearance one of the greatest beauties in the art of painting, I hope that we shall be able to give that aerial effect which conveys so perfectly to the mind the idea of distance. I commence as before with the sky, the whole of which I cut out, carrying the outline close to the boats, and preserving only the form of the mill to the right hand, the moon, the light clouds toward the horizon, the light side of the masts of the boats, the light lines on the sails of the windmill, and the light on the anchor are all cut out on another part of the paper, and the light is obtained by rubbing with the Indian rubber pencil through the apertures thus made. But to obtain the perfect clearness and brightness necessary for the moon, I rub it out first with a piece of stale crumb of bread, and use the Indian rubber afterwards. 
the light forms may be cut out in the second outline and the whole of the water also taking the line just below the boats all along to the right hand in this outline also the dark sails may be cut out and those parts of the mill which are not so near to each other as to make it troublesome to apply the lead although the forms for the light effects are cut out thus early i shall not use them until all the shading is done lest the lead rub over them in the succeeding part of the work and diminish their clearness in the third outline i take the boats the bank to the right hand the log to the left the distant vessels and those parts of the sails which could not be taken before on account of their coming too near the light effects in the next outline the reflections the palings the distant land the figures etc may be introduced i recommend extreme care in fitting the several outlines to each other and let the shading be made darkest quite close to the outline where a concave effect is desired as in the outline of the whole drawing and particularly the large sails on the contrary for the building the boats and the dark clouds which indicate convex forms i take pains to put the darkest shade at a little distance from the outline to produce an exceedingly dark effect such as the figures which have dark colored dresses it will be necessary to work first with a damp brush and immediately after with another perfectly dry that has some lead in it the outline for the light clouds must be cut larger on the lower side where they are undefined and the effect of gradual light will be most easily obtained with stale crumb of bread rather than indian rubber the dark sides of the masts and the broader lines of the sails of the windmill are cut out but the rigging and finer lines are done with the pencil point the subject is now finished do you think the style gives the complete aerial effect which we alluded to at first oh admirably charlotte i think it exquisite i shall be so happy if i can produce an equally good effect and i am determined to spare no labour to ensure success and i hope you will not make yourself miserable if at first you do not produce an equally good effect what do you mean charlotte do you anticipate a complete failure certainly not my dear but i wish to prepare you to meet difficulties that when you find you do not succeed at once you may not feel so excessively disappointed as you certainly will if you set to work with an expectation of at once producing an equally good effect with what you observe in the piece you copy the large surface of uninterrupted sky requiring so perfect a gradation of shade from the darkest corner at the right hand to the very light tint around the moon the probability is that you will either make this light shade so strong as to give the appearance of a dull night or so light as to indicate a daylight scene and the care that will be required to avoid a formal and hard effect in putting in the light clouds which are to be introduced with an outline the almost certainty that you will at first make the circle for the moon imperfect so that i will engage for it you must cut it out at least eight or ten times before you succeed and other difficulties that could easily be enumerated should lead you not to be too sanguine in your expectation of success at first i trust you do not misunderstand the intention of these observations 
you may be very sure I do not make them with any view to discourage, but only to prevent a feeling of excessive dissatisfaction if you should find all these difficulties, and I candidly tell you I have no doubt that will be the case. Very well, Charlotte. I will convince you that I am not discouraged by them, but on the contrary that the knowledge of them shall induce me to take more care in copying the subject. I think, after I have done this, you propose to give me a study of a head. With great pleasure, dear Ellen. I shall give the next lesson this day week, to allow time for the practice of the moonlight scene, and shall then be happy to explain to you the method of copying the study from a bust of Canova, executed by himself. End of section 22